Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my name is Simon Miller. Welcome to What Culture Wrestling and welcome to AEW Dynamite Ups and Downs. And before we do get into it this week, I just want to send the best wishes to Jim Ross because I do believe he may have skin cancer. That is just terrible. This man has been through a horrible time over the last few years, but I want to put it on record. I think his commentary on AEW is fabu. Once again, just a couple of thumbs and all good well wishes to him. And now we should move on to focus on the wrestling because yes, we had another Saturday night AEW Dynamite, which is still weird and it will always be weird. But was it any good or not? We turn to this, the finger of power, and we give the good bits an up and the bad bits are down. So let's do exactly that. yesterday on AEW Rampage ups and downs but I do not understand why so many people are like I don't like the AEW world title eliminator brackets because on paper it just gave you a bunch of matches you're like oh well that's very interesting including this one Brian Danielson taking on Dustin Rhodes. I mean, it was just two guys kicking each other's ass with Brian relying on his technical abilities as he kept going after Dustin's leg. But Rhodes being like, well, I am the bigger person here, so I'm going to use my strength and throw you around. This was also the best example of how somebody who is really tall, Dustin Rhodes, can take on somebody else who isn't that tall, Brian Danielson. But at no point do you go, well, that looks really stupid. They could not have worked this better. Danielson got fed up of the leg after a while, so he started going off the arm. So Dustin went, oh yeah, and he gave him a superplex. And you can see a theme here. And then I think Dustin Rhodes may have got a little bit mad because when he was doing 10 punches in the corner, he just flipped. I won't do it to you, but he just flipped Brian Danielson off. Although I think that may have annoyed him. Because Brian just laid these strikes in. All of a sudden was going like, Haha, I'm going to lock you in the Lavelle lock. But Dustin Rhodes used his experience and he put his leg on the rope. And then from nowhere, Dustin got out of the way of Brian's knee and gave him a pile driver. And I was like, Dustin, do you not remember what happened to Daniel Bryan's brain? Would you please be careful? The absolute best thing about Brian Danielson matches at the moment, though, is he's just winning with an array of moves, which means next time you watch a Daniel Bryanson, that wasn't even his name, match, you're going to be like, well, the finish could come from nowhere because I don't know what he's going to bust out. So here he went from a guillotine to basically like a leg scissors. I mean, he was just choking on Dustin Rhodes' throat. Eventually, Dustin's body went, this isn't normal. He passed out. 
Brian Danielson won, and this is getting it up. Dilly were then backstage, so Kenny Omega decided to say something, and he basically focused all his attentions on how much he hates Hangman Adam Page and how much he thinks a disappointment Hangman Adam Page is. But he also said that if the audience knew the cowboy like he knew the cowboy, they wouldn't be chanting cowboy chip, and instead they would be chanting coward chip. And Kenny said this like it was the most profound thing ever. That man is great. More teasing for FTR versus the Lucha Brothers for the AEW title soon too, because FTR were like, oh man, we have to win those titles to cement our legacy. And Penta was like, you have ruined my life and I need revenge. We'll probably get it in full gear. Sting then just does what Sting did do. That wasn't right, but he's so damn awesome. Because he was out to give us an update about Darby Allen's health, given that the pinnacle had almost killed him. But before he could say anything, out came MGF, and as always, he took the idea of taste and he just flushed it down the toilet. And Maxwell was all like, oh, I'm not here to offend you, Sting. I just wanted to let everybody know Darby Allen is never coming back because he's going to be like Sting's friend Lex Luger and be in a wheelchair for life. This is what I did. I face palmed and I was like, I can't believe he said that. Am I meant to be entertained by this? I don't know. Sting being the greatest was then all like, right, that's it. And he went to kick the ass of MJF. But of course, here was Wardlow and here was Sean Spears. And they jumped the icon and they started to beat him up. I mean, Wardlow even had a chair. This was so good, though, because it was set up as if Darby Allen was going to come out to make the save. And all the fans were going, Darby, Darby, you got to come out and help your dad. But he never showed. That allowed Maxwell to be an even bigger dick on the microphone. It also allowed him to punch Sting right in the face with the diamond rings. So for now, at least, we have an Empire Strikes Back situation. Honestly, all these skits are so damn good. Also, think about the explosion when Darby finally does return. This is going to be ridiculous. Britt Baker then told us she wasn't worried about facing Ty Conti at full gear for the AEW women's title. Because all Ty has done since she arrived in the company is show her ass. Rip Baker really good too. It is Tournament Central on AEW at the moment because not only do we have the world title one, but we also have the one for the TBS Championship. So right here, we also have Penelope Ford versus Ruby Soho. It is getting it up. Ford jumped Ruby at the bell, which seemed like a great idea until Soho started to kick her way back into it. But clearly the bunny was like at the entrance curtain going, oh, what's going on? And when she saw her friend was in trouble, out she hopped. She took a shot at Ruby, so of course Soho was like, well now I've got to deal with you, and of course because of that, distraction had been cast, but Penelope Ford, those little rascals, were able to take over. There was a really cool bit when Ford did her Matrix stuff, and Ruby was like, I'm not dealing with this, it's such a waste of my time, and yes, after this, maybe there was a little bit of communication, but they got it right back, courtesy of Randy Orton, Penelope Ford hit a cutter out of nowhere for a two. Penelope continued all this with a gut buster, but because Ruby wouldn't stay down, she started to get mad, and she went and got the brass knucks. But in a very rare occurrence in professional wrestling, the referee actually saw this, went, no, there's not going to be any brass knucks today. And Ruby Soho then went through her move arsenal and went, I know what I'll bust out. The most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and she got the one, two, three, She's going on to the next round. Penelope and the Bunny cornered Ruby afterwards, so it was Red Velvet who came out to make a save because what's one of the matches in the tournament? That's right, the Bunny versus Red Velvet. It's all you got to do. You just have to get your simple fighter facts out of your desk drawer and do exactly what it says on the front. Wardlow then kind of got in MGF's face. And this was, of course, down to last week when Maxwell had just abandoned Wardlow. He was like, what was all that about, brah? And not only did MGF remind him how much he's paying him, but he also went, okay, here's what we're going to do. 
You can now team with Sean Spears, who's also hanging around, because he's going to be your accountability buddy. I laughed at this a lot because it was so stupid and I have no idea how that manifests itself. But my word, I want to see it. Anthony Green was then back on Dynamite. <laughs> he really got murked. I mean, I tell you. He was taking on Bobby Fish, who was on a tear at the moment in AEW. And honestly, he just kicked him in the head. He kicked him in the torso. He kicked him in the arm. He kicked him in the leg. Eventually, he like whacked him even harder than he had been doing. Anthony Green went down. Bob just pinned him. So I suppose this was all about the aftermath, because even though Bobby Fish was about to leave, maybe somebody told him that Anthony had gone after his water friends, so he got back into the squared circle, and he just started laying in these shots. So we, being wrestling fans, are like, well, someone's going to come out for the save. And can you believe it? It was none other than Repo Man. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I haven't done that in a while. It was CM Punk. And I absolutely love this because I've said it before and I will say it again. This whole happy CM Punk just takes on wrestlers he's always wanted to wrestle tour is just good. Eventually we'll get to the big matches and the AAA matches and the, oh, the main event matches. But there's plenty of time to do that. This is a long old ride and I'm giving it an up. Especially because they're going to fight on dynamite. This Dante Martin and Leo Rush pairing rocks as well, because Leo Rush is so good in this role as this would-be mentor. And he told Dante, do you know who we don't like? Matt Seidel. So do you know who we're going to face soon? The Seidels. Dante were like, man, I don't want to do this, but don't worry, my friend. I'm sure soon you will have been manipulated. Back to the AEW World Title Eliminated Tournament next, and it was Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. And all I care about when it comes to this is that Lance Archer is okay. And sure, some people are going, it's a work, it's a work, but I don't think it's a work, given what Lance Archer posted on social media. And essentially, Lance went for a moonsault towards the end, and he landed right on his head. Honestly, this was a terrifying, scary bump, which scared the absolute shit out of me, and I was just sat here watching it from home, especially because he rolled out the ring and the doctors were trying to take care of him. And yes, if this was a professional wrestling storyline, they did a great job, but health and safety first, so I'm just gonna push that to one side and say, Lance Archer, if you are watching, I truly, really, duly hope you're all right. It also meant that he just had to roll back into the ring when Eddie Kingston hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment to get the one, two, three. But again, there's no ups here, there's no downs. Some things are far more important than pro wrestling. This is one of them. Not a good moment all around, but he does seem okay. Once again, just a double down on this statement all I care about. Dan Lambert and the men of the year are just awesome too. Like they just exist in the ring and everybody boos them because they're such good heels. Up. Ethan Page was the guy on the microphone for most of this and he went hard on the inner circle just going through each and every one of them and saying this guy is rubbish, this guy's absolutely crap and when it comes to Sammy Guevara, why would I care about him? He's not the face of a company. And he is a PR disaster. Given that somebody had said his name and this was a pro wrestling show, Sammy then came out and he decided to fire back and he called Dan Lambert a fat faced dipshit or whatever we're calling him and said Ethan Page, the only person that's cared about your exploits since you've debuted in AEW is you, or in short, everybody would like you to leave. But then when Inside Baseball as Dan got on the microphone and was like, oh, look at you, Sammy Guevara. Everybody says you're crap on the microphone in the back, but now you're proving you can doing something. And let's just get down to brass taxes. Because he is happy to do American Top Team versus the Inner Circle, but only if Sammy Guevara puts his TNT title on the line next week against Ethan Page. And if he does lose, he has to be gone from the Inner Circle forever or essentially give up his friends. 
I'm not sure how you could enforce that, but wrestling is wrestling. Sam was ready for this little chestnut too because he will defend his championship, but if he is victorious, the inner circle then get to choose which members of American Top Team will join Men of the Year. I don't want to get into this again, but remember my file effects? We're going back to that. Sky and Paige were then going to beat up Guevara until they thought better of it because the inner circle ran out and chased everybody away. I'm really looking forward to this, especially if Junior Dos Santos gets involved again. He made me my new favorite wrestler up. John Moxley then cut the best promo. This guy. Because he was here to talk about the world title tournament, but tell us that he doesn't give a damn. He also doesn't care about the demo. He also doesn't care about the ratings. He doesn't care about anything because the only thing in his life that he does care about the moment is his baby daughter. And the other day when she reached up and grabbed his hand, he realized that as he is a professional wrestler, his whole goal in life now is to get back to her in one piece. So now he has to take everybody else out before they're able to do the same to him. I'm just going to give a round of applause. This was truly terrific. We had a lovely moment with the Dark Order as well because they met up with Hangman Page and basically just did a big hug and said, let's never fight again. And somebody somewhere was crying. It wasn't me. Maybe it was you. Brandon Cutler was then in a dynamite match. And I think he truly deserves this. He is the unsung hero of the elite team. Certainly it didn't go very well at all, but once again, it just proves how much he gets it. Because he was fighting Jungle Boy here, and he got squashed. Like he really did. Jungle Boy walked out with his new attitude. He kicked his ass. He locked in the snare trap. Brendan Cutler just tapped out. So I'm all for Jungle Boy becoming Jungle Man, especially because afterwards he got on the microphone and said, look, that was just a warm-up. Why doesn't somebody from the elite come out here and I will beat them up too? Now, Adam Cole did arrive and trying to paint this guy as a heel is a waste of time because even when he walked out, everyone was like, oh my God, it's Adam Cole. But this was still a very good skit. He said that Jungle Boy was an embarrassment and while he pretended they were going to have a match, when Jungle Boy turned around, he got super kicked by the Young Bucks and it turned out to be a ruse. Jungle B also got hit by the BTE trigger and the last shot. And then if you can believe it, the super click grabbed him and said, Haha, enjoy your travels. And they chucked him from the announce area through a table. And this was a crazy bump. Like obviously they padded it all out, but he really went a long way. And everyone's told us like, oh, what are you doing? But I am enjoying all of this. What a good story up. Miro was then back with another one of these badass videos where you actually think he's going to murder everybody on the planet. He really is the best character in wrestling right now. Before it was time for our main event, or Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black 3. Now, yes, some people are mad that Cody had won, but if you follow the whole story, this was the only finish you could have done. Because Malachi Black beat Cody up so much that he was a broken person. Then Arneson got his fake gun and was like, oh man, I'm going to turn you into a killer, which is what he did here. Now, you can choose to cheer Malachi Black or you can cheer to chew Cody Rhodes, but when it comes to the narrative, once again, this is what we have to do. And also, what a barn burner and what a lovely piece of entertainment. This was another case of just two guys kicking each other's ass, especially Cody. Like, Alakai Black got him in a knee bar at one point, and Rhodes got out of this by taking his foot and just stomping it into Malachi Black's face. And I know what professional wrestling is, and you know what professional wrestling is, but in this 10 second period, I think Cody Rhodes knew what professional wrestling is. Eventually Black decided, well, I'm sick of this and I'm gonna get a chair. So out came Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson to stop him. And that tied into the narrative as well. And yes, the whole time arm was on the outside, just going, look at my gun, look at my gun. 
even though it was just his fingers. And I think somehow the Nightmare family increased Cody's MP because then he grabbed Malachi Black and he gave him a crossroads from the apron through a table. And as the commentary team rightly pointed out, I think that may have hurt Cody more than Malachi Black, which is true, but as a visual presentation, wonderful. They were then both bleeding because wrestling is wrestling when Andrade and his assistant Jose came out, but Crazy Arn Anderson gave Jose a spinebuster, and then Pac was here to balance the books, and he literally kicked Andrade up the rampway and through one of the tunnels. This really did escalate very quickly. Cody magically popped up and hit another crossroads after Malachi Black had gone for a moonsault, but he was able to kick out a two. And at this point, it was kind of clear the fans were behind Malachi Black, but every time they did cheer him, in the distance you could hear a slight Cody chant. It must have helped as Malachi then did every single move under the stun, including hitting the Black Mass, but Cody kind of fell into the ropes, which means he wasn't able to get the pin. Black then thought he could end it with a moonsault to the outside, but he landed on his feet. But Cody was as quick as a cat and he ran in the ring and he ran back out the ring and he hit a suicide dive. And then he too said, can I hit every single move that I know? And the answer was yes. Because he hit the Cody car, he hit the crossroads, and he hit the Tiger Driver 98, which I did not see coming. This was enough to keep Malachi Black down. Cody had finally got his revenge. Yes, the fans did start to boo, but it's all about atmosphere, and it's all about reactions, and it's all about you doing whatever the hell you want to do. As a fan who was sat at home, can't remember if I gave it an up or down, but obviously it's getting it up. I mean, it was just a great war to end, Dynamite. And as you can see by the counters, I am loving this show right now. And overall, it's getting it up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 